0: folks and welcome to episode 59 of the far beyond metal podcast i'm your host and guide on this metal journey daniel cordova in this episode Oystein Brune of borknagar discusses his first band and i recommend brazil's horror chamber but before all that i speak with Brittany hayes britney also known as britney slays is the vocalist of the british Columbian band unleash the archers who are a band that mix power metal melodic death metal and a lot more into their incredibly epic sound they have four albums under their belt and are currently working on their fifth. But in the meantime, the band will be releasing a 7-inch called Explorers on October 11th. This EP features the band covering a pair of Canadian artists, one of which is Tease, the other is Stan Rogers. Other than the EP, Brittany and I discussed the band's experience on those heavy metal cruises you hear so much about, her love of Sour Patch Kids, and a lot more. So before we dive in, here is some of their cover of the Stan Rogers track, Northwest Passage. Uh, you're about to release a pair of songs On an EP coming up uh, Both of them cover Canadian artists uh, And I was Looking into these folks I per- personally have not heard of them before Stan Rogers and Ortiz But they are folks that seem to have huge careers Up in Canada but for some reason Didn't quite cross over over here um, could Yep you, Could you tell us uh, a bit more about Stan Rogers And Tease
1: Sure um, so Stan Rogers actually passed away back in 1989. Uh, it was the most untimely death in a plane crash. And um, But he was a really big folk um, musician from the eastern Canada. And uh, he did a lot of acapella, a lot of, uh, I mean, you know, kind of floor stomping, a little, little bit maybe what you might call like old school country, but it was mostly a very much... Um, Celtic-inspired folk music that he played. And he was very much loved up here, and he still is, and his music kind of endures for Canadians, including, you know, for us. And so we personally discovered Stan probably about six or seven years ago, and as a band, we love him. We listen to him when we're on the road all the time. Um, We're not the first to have covered this particular song, um, but I think we're... Probably the first metal band to have done it, and some of his other music has been covered before. I know Alestorm covered Barrett's Privateers, which is also a Stan Rogers song, so that's definitely worth checking out. It's one of his, another one of his um, sort of most famous tracks. Um, but we, I mean, when we first heard it, we knew we wanted to cover it. We we just love the song so much, and as a band, it means a lot to us. So we we wanted to put kind of the, the Unleash the Archers spin on uh, Northwest Passage. And we had been meaning to do it for a really long time. And uh, we were going to put it as the bonus track for Apex, which was our 2017 release. But we just, we kind of were like, you know what? We love this song so much and it means so much to us. We're going to hold on to it and give it its own release. So we, um, we we spoke about it with napalm we recorded something else for the bonus track instead which was queen of the Reich. i don't know if you um you guys have any idea on that but and napalm was like okay well let's hold on it or or, or hold on to it and release it as its own seven inch ep and we were like oh that's a great idea and then (laughs) we had the wonderful task of choosing a b-side which we could not decide on for the life of us it's um took us a really long time. We knew we wanted it to be another Canadian artist, um, and we wanted it to fit kind of the tone and feel that Northwest Passage sets. So uh, we had a lot of different options. We back and forth for quite a while. Um, We were thinking, you know, let's turn a a cover song into a metal song. I mean, sorry, a pop song into a metal song or a rock song or, you know, take a little Brian Adams or Celine Dion, turn it into heavy metal um, but then Scott and I heard Heartless World on the radio one day and we were just like, oh my God, this is totally the song. This is the B side, not only because it's a Canadian artist, but because it just feels the same as, uh, Northwest Passage does emotionally. Well, to us, it does at least. So, um, Tease is like kind of a, a hair metal band, I guess you could say. Uh, they were popular in the late seventies, early eighties in Canada, and yeah, unfortunately, they, they didn't get across the border quite um, probably as much as they had hoped. But they're they're pretty well known up here in Canada, and um, we actually don't mind that <laughs> most people don't know who either of these artists are, because we're hoping that they listen to our version of it and, and you know might discover someone new that they that they enjoy.
0: Yeah, I'm very intrigued by Stan Rogers in particular. It sounds like something would be at my alley. Uh, Tease? probably less so but i mean i like me some cheese i love me some cheese metal sometimes so i'm 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 game yeah. for it uh yeah, you never know uh are you are you guys a little disappointed that dragon force beat you to my heart will go on today
1: <laughs> yeah um no i don't think that was our the one that we were looking at for for our own cover but um selenke on so epic i mean i think you know There's a million bands out there that could cover a Celine track, and and every one of them will be different, and every one of them will be rad. So, uh, no, we're uh, we're not too disappointed. You know, maybe they're just paving the way for a whole album of Celine Dion metal cover songs. You never know.
0: I'm here for it. That seems like it'd be a lot of fun.
1: Yeah, I agree. Yeah.
0: Uh, who are some other Canadian artists that might meet, not be on my radar, whether they be metal or not? Because I've, I've talked to Jeff Waters from Annihilator on the show before, and he and I kind of commiserated about why they're not bigger here in America, because I want them to be, because I want to see them, but it doesn't seem like that is in the cards. So who are some other folks that deserve a little bit of spotlight?
1: Um, there's a band, a metal band out of Vancouver called Nilithia that are really awesome. Um, so definitely want to check them out. Uh, you know, oh God, I don't know. There's a, there's a million. Um, who else is uh, Blackwater Burial is really good. They were just the uh Bach and metal battle winners out of Vancouver. Cool. Uh, I don't. They didn't go on to compete in Germany, but uh, they're definitely worth checking out. Um, Ophelia Falling, if you like female fronted, uh, like sort of symphonic style metal, they're really good. Oh. Sorry. I think I could just keep going on and on.
0: Yeah, sorry to put you on the spot. Um, no, no, don't worry. Um, yeah, the show is named after a Shrap Young Lad song, so I'm I'm very much in the, the kind of Devin Townsend Prague era of mm-hmm. of Canada Metal. Um, is uh, Explorer something you guys could see doing as a series of releases, like over time, maybe after a, a full length, just a seven inch of other artists that didn't quite make the first cut?
1: Uh, yeah, I don't, I don't know. It's kind of, the it, it, for the most part, it's about Northwest Passage. That track is really what inspired this whole project to happen. So I think we, uh, I mean, we're definitely interested in releasing another EP uh, at a later time, but I think it'll be its own, kind of its own, its own thing. Um, I don't know. I just really, I just really like the idea of kind of these short, little journeys into you know whatever it is that we got going on at the time uh, doing a full-length record is so like not that it's a problem and i mean that's it's why we do this we love it but it's time consuming and like we we aren't playing any shows or anything this fall because we just want to fully in you know immerse ourselves in in the album writing um, experience and make sure that we are always in that headspace and not having to focus on anything else. So, but where uh, with an EP, it's, you know, it's a few tracks, you know, two, three, four tracks maybe. And it can be a a selection of covers. It can be an original song with a cover or, you know what I mean? It's just kind of no rules. So I definitely see us doing more EPs in the future for sure. Yeah.
0: Cool. How is the, uh, the new full length coming along?
1: It's doing well. It's, um, there's a lot of pressure. I can tell you that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we uh, we want to get in the studio before the end of the year, so we have pretty much the whole thing laid out, and we've kind of got the the foundation for almost all the songs. But now it's just arranging and making sure that the songs are the best possible versions of themselves that they can be. And um, we're you know we're trying out some new stuff, so we don't want to. Scare people away, but we also don't want to bore them just with another, you know, another apex or anything like that. So it's, um, it's been, I mean, it's, it's really fun and it's, it's like, it's the best part of it, really, that creative side of things. I, I mean, I just, I just love writing new songs. So that really gets your, you know, your energy up, but it's also, there's just a lot of expectation and, you know, just trying to kind of ignore that part, but (laughs) it's always kind of hover, hovering in the background.
0: Uh, do you read reviews?
1: Uh, Yeah, sometimes, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I kind of, uh, um, we have, like, a Google ping on or whatever, so whenever Alicia just gets mentioned, we get notified of it. But most of the time, I I just, like, I try not to get too much into that. So I'll read, like, the first few kind of uh, sentences or the first paragraph, and if it looks like I'm about to get destroyed, I'll just stop reading. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> yeah and because uh, i mean really what it comes down to is is opinion right so yes. we you know pissed somebody off a few years ago with i don't know something and that that person is never going to give us a good review ever again or, you know that kind of thing so right. um but i do like I, I keep them all i have a little spreadsheet that i keep just so one day if i feel like you know feeling sorry for myself i think go read the bad ones or you know <laughs>
0: <laughs> wait wait okay so you keep a spreadsheet of your reviews, like do you convert it into a graph or something and then see what's good and what's bad? Like how, how deep does this go?
1: It's basically like um, there's like the uh, the 10 out of 10 column, there's the liked it, but a few kind of stand up things or like the hated it or this guy's an idiot or, you know, <laughs> there's lots of lots of different columns.
0: All right, cool, cool. Uh, so while I was researching uh, your work, I, I discovered that you've done a handful of guest spots with folks like Three Inches of Blood and Hellion Prime. Uh, who's an artist or band that you would love to like collaborate with, like a dream person?
1: Oh, um, probably. Hmm. Arian, maybe, I guess would be cool. I could um, see that. Yeah, that I mean, that's just kind of. Um, I know, uh, it, it, like if you if you if you get involved in that, it just kind of is a whole other level. You know what I mean? It just says something else about you entirely as a musician. So it's, um, I mean, I've I've probably listened to one or two records, and some of it I've really loved, and some of it I I haven't really been a huge fan of. So it's not necessarily style, but it's just kind of like the yeah, you know, I'd love to have my name a part, as a part of that project I just think that it's really it's, it's a cool thing and it's really cool what he does actually um, having an uh, overarching storyline and then all these different contributors um, to give it a little bit more depth and feeling um, I just love that I think that's so cool So, and then probably Toby I would do Aventasia any day for sure um, anything with you know Ed Guy or that side of things
0: it would also be very cool um, I, I realize there's a certain level of fantasy involved with the imagery of Unleash the Archers. Uh, where do you pull most of the inspiration from for that part of the band?
1: Oh, lots of comic books, lots of regular books. I read um, a lot. <laughs> a lot of science fiction and fantasy, and I'm getting a little bit into the horror genres as well now, so maybe that'll come through in the, in the next record. Um, movies, of course, and video games. For sure. Cool. So, just basically all of your run-of-the-mill pop culture.
0: <laughs> Sounds good. What have you been playing, Lily?
1: Um, I'm actually <laughs> playing Donkey Kong on Switch.
0: Dude, dope! <laughs> I love Donkey Kong.
1: <laughs> I know it's so rad. I'm trying to get all the um, the secret levels right now, but you have to. Oh, uh, it's annoying. You gotta like, um, find all the puzzle pieces in every level and get all the you know, you got to like collect everything in every level. So I'm just trying to do a little bit of a completionist thing right now. But, um, I have, uh, Borderlands three is my next purchase as soon as I finish. DK. And, uh, I've actually heard a lot about Exodus. Um, there's a new Exodus coming out. I can't remember what the, what it's called. Um, Metropolis maybe or something like that, but it's, it's not its not a huge title, it's just kind of um, one that I've seen. I follow a lot of gamer channels on YouTube, so one that has been mentioned a few times that I'm kind of waiting to see what that's going to be like when it comes out.
0: Um, you mentioning Donkey Kong reminded me that when I was uh, prepping for my wedding with my wife, my wife's name is Katie, my name is Daniel, I was pushing so hard for DK barrels as, like, our theme, and I kept getting shot down for some reason. <laughs>
1: I so would have been on board with uh, that. Oh my god, that's awesome.
0: <laughs> we had we had a very hipster affair that was a lot of fun and a lot and like we had delicious donuts, but still, what it could have been if we had mm. we had barrels and and uh, bananas?
1: Yeah, I think that would have been awesome. Oh, that's too bad. I'm sure it was wonderful uh, either way.
0: Uh, how was working with a hawk in the cleanse the bloodlines video?
1: It's actually a falcon. Sorry. And no, it's okay. She uh, would have been very adamant that that uh, differentiation <laughs> was made. So, um, but no, um, actually, it's really sad because Sabre passed away a couple of years back now. Um, so that's really, you know, sad that, you know, the video features this amazing bird that isn't around anymore. But um, it was freaking incredible. Like, just so cool. Such a ham. Absolutely loved the camera. Yeah, yeah, just doing all the cool stuff. And like, all it was just, yeah, it was really, really, it was rad. Um, and you, I mean, you got to be careful, right? You know, sudden moves and you can only touch them a certain way and that kind of thing. So, um, but it was, yeah, definitely one of the coolest experiences I've ever had.
0: So tonight we ride from the Unleash the Archers album, Time Stands Still. I'll have more of Brittany in just a moment. But first, this is my first band. Every musician has to start somewhere. and this episode, Oisin Brun of Borknikar discusses his heavy origins.
2: <laughs> my well, first band was called actually Purgation. Um, and I think we was Purgation for like uh, half a year, or a year or something. I was like 15, 16 or you know, above that age. I met the other guys on the the secondary, you know, on uh, youth, uh, not not the school for children, but you know, when you are kind of teenagers, uh, I guess the secondary, or, yeah, in America. Um, and uh, it was death metal, I was, you know, back then I was a huge fan of death metal, and more the brutal, uh, not the brutal, more the rough, trash metal scene from German, like Creator and stuff, and then I kind of, got very into this, this underground is brutal death metal thing as you know, incantation. A, a bunch of, you know, bands that nobody had have heard about, I guess. I, I remember the scene in Norway in Bergen at that time, you had it before, you know, immortal, and and slave and all those bands, you had like, you know, old funeral and uh, you know, in late 80s or something like that. Um, so I guess that was, you know, that brutal death metal in a sense. Um, and then we kind of shifted the name after a while to Molested. I'm not sure if that was a better name, but we, we did, though. Um, and we did, uh, eventually did uh, keep going for uh, three, four years, I think, till we watched like 1920 or something, and released one one album and one uh, mini EP or, or something like that back in the early, mid-90s. So, yeah, that's not That's <laughs> where I come from. That's not
0: Borknagar released True North in September. To grab the album and keep up with the band, head to borknagar.com and facebook.com slash official. Now, before I wrap my conversation with Brittany from Unleash the Archers, here are some of Cleanse the Bloodlines from their album Apex. Switching gears a bit, I saw that the band was booked for the full metal cruise and that you've played seventy thousand tons before. Uh how are those sort of cruise metal things for you?
1: Well it was seventy thousand tons was awesome. Like it was just it was so rad and I recommend it to any and every metal head out there, regardless of if you love going to shows or if you preferred to just, you know, kind of hang out in your own little corner or whatever. I mean, there was something for everyone there and it was like a, a killer killer time. Um, we definitely, you know, maybe imbibed a little too much on several <laughs> occasions, but um, that's what it's all about, right? And it was it was rad. It was such a cool experience and and you play these shows and then um, and then you get to, you know, walk through the promenade or whatever and everyone saying, hey, great show, or thanks for playing this track, or, you know, that kind of thing, and you're all just hanging out together and boozing it up at the at the pool bar, and it was just, it was rad, and so I'm so so excited for the Full Metal Cruise in 2020. I think it's going to just basically be the European version, at least I'm hoping, um, so we'll see if the Europeans can party as hard as the Americans do. <laughs> Ooh,
0: I feel like you're throwing down a gauntlet that you might not be able to survive. Yeah.
1: <laughs> No, so I'm definitely throwing down the gauntlet. I will be comparing.
0: <laughs> Fantastic. Uh, what's the day-to-day like on one of those? Do you, you just play a set, then you kind of walk? Like, is it weird that you're just sort of wandering around with the uh, the fans, or are fans weirded out by it or anything? Because I've, uh, I've got really to go, any... but I want to.
1: Yeah, no, it's definitely worth it. Um, yeah, it was kind of like, uh, it, like music goes constantly. It's basically from, um, it's just in the night on the first Thursday, so, like, 5 to to 3 or something like that, 5 to 3 a.m., I think. And then it starts again at noon, and then it's, like, noon to 5, noon to 5, noon to 5. And so you, like, there is constantly someone up, someone partying, someone watching a show, some, you know, so we had a, mm, I think we were at, like, 2 o'clock on the Saturday, and then we were at, I think it was 3 a.m. on the Sunday morning. So it wasn't... Like, I think we partied pretty hard on the Saturday, knowing that we had most of Sunday to recover. And uh, I think that's kind of basically the way it is for most people. You know, you don't really think about what time it is. You just have your list of bands that you want to go see and uh, you, you kind of nap around them, get, get rest where you can and, and booze it up the rest of the time. Uh, but, yeah, no, I mean, we at first we, were, we had heard some horror stories from some artists that were just like not cool with um not that like they're not being a special area for bands or anything like that and i just i think that's stupid we uh we had a killer time and it didn't no one was like overly you know daring or anything like that it was i mean there was a few times where i'd walk by and people would just be like what like you like walking uh, among (laughs) us kind of thing and I was just like, what? Like, dude, yeah, sure. I need some pizza. Like, you're at the pizza parlor. <laughs> like, what, do, what do you want me to do? Um, but I think it was great. It was awesome. I had a great time. And I'm, I, you know, I don't, I don't care. I don't have personal space, whatever. I, I like hanging out with my fans or hanging out with people that love music as much as I do and talking about whatever. It's just That's the best part of the day. So, yeah, it was awesome.
0: Very cool. Um, I, I looked at the band on setlist.fm because I'm curious about like what people play like a lot of my days spent on setlist.fm and I, I noted that uh, when you leave the stage take on me apparently plays why <laughs> why, why why does that happen that's fun
1: Um, <laughs> because I don't know we just want to leave you with a smile on your face you know um, I mean it's it's one thing to hear, you know, all your favorite songs and then it's kind of like, oh, the night is over, right? But uh we just we were we were very much influenced by Maiden, you know, who plays Bright Side of Life yes. after they leave stage every time, and I'm always leaving the venue in a great mood whistling, you know, along with the songs. So, I just and we thought that take on Me was a was a great sing-along track. So, we um we have changed it up a few times, but that's that's kind of our favorite one to play. So we've we got a little bit of a, a, a playlist that we choose from, but Take On Me is definitely the best.
0: Do you ever catch fans trying to hit that high note in the chorus? Oh, yes. Very good. Um, <laughs> of course. I mean, you got to. It's like If you can't hit it, you got to try. And to hear a bunch of people doing it, it's got to be awesome.
1: Well, at, um, actually, at 7,000 Tons, it was uh, the 3 a.m. show. So most of everyone was pretty much obliterated um, for that show. So after when we left, people were just like moshing in the center of the of the crowd, along to take on me. And I think like the whole crowd went for the note. So it was <laughs> rad.
0: That is super rad. Oh man. Yeah. Uh, so again, while researching, I kind of wound up in odd corners, and I've stumbled onto your Instagram. Where on in your feed, uh, Sour Patch Kids come up more than once. Uh, <laughs>
1: They're my favorite.
0: <laughs> what is your favorite variety of said candy? Because I saw a gum, I saw just the standard bag. Do you go weird with the flavors? Like, what's your go-to?
1: Um, well, I just... I, basically, it's like... I'm a really big fan of the traditional Sour Patch Kids. You know, the, the, the little uh, bag that you can buy at the supermarket or whatever. So... Um, I can't remember how long ago it was, but Scott like made an announcement of, um, on Facebook or something. It's like, oh, and by the way, if you want to make Britney's day, just you know, throw a bag of Sour Patch Kids up on stage or whatever. And it just kind of grew from there. And I've always loved Sour Patch Kids. And just recently they have started like really branching out in terms of merchandising or whatever you want to call it. So they have gum they have ice cream they have soda they have uh what there's, else there's a
0: sour patch soda wow yeah
1: <laughs> Yes. what a time yeah. to be alive i know <laughs> <laughs> i know so i'm just kind of like on this this experimental train where i try everything sour patch kids and my favorite so far is definitely the breakfast cereal it was so good i'm not even joking <laughs>
0: Cut to release the archers. Brought to you by Sour Patch Kids. Yeah,
1: exactly. I think I
0: saw I think I saw corn once, and he was wearing like Monster Energy drink pants. So it's not that far off. Like, just make a phone call. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. Maybe I. You never know. I. I would
0: love that. Yeah. Uh, I'm gonna go ahead and start wrapping up. Uh, I've just got a couple more questions for you. Like metals, cool and all, but also on your Instagram, I discovered you have a very adorable cat. Uh, yeah. Is his name Cow Panda?
1: Or yes. Yeah.
0: Cow. Can you please tell me about Cow Panda? And <laughs> um, how did you meet? A North- What's the deal? What's the deal? I, I have to know about all the cats. I'm a crazy cat human.
1: <laughs> of course, of course. Um, he is a region forest cat. We adopted him from the SPCA um, over here in Vancouver. We were originally looking for like an older cat, someone that was maybe not getting adopted for a while. Um, But there's actually a really, you know, great turnover rate up here. So there were no old guys. And um, yeah, I know, it was really awesome. So I was kind of like, oh, okay, well, just kept looking. And and one day Panda came up because I would search the SPCA up for adoption, you know, page. And uh, I sent a picture of him to Scott and I was like, oh, look at this guy. And Scott was like, yeah, uh, go, you know, go check it out. And um, so I went there and he was like up in my face immediately, like just like so happy to see me and really, um, you know, he was ch- chatty, like he was meowing a lot and um, just no fear. And he, he, I, I just kind of was like, oh, my God, this guy's adorable. He just wants to be around people, you know. So I was like, yeah, OK, and we adopted him. And yeah, he's just a total suck. He just he, he he wants to be around you all the time. He's um um kind of like a dog, you know. You can call him, and and he'll come to you. And um, he, there's uh, actually a lot of different forms out there for Ouija's, as they're called, Norwegian forest cats. And the Wikipedia page, because uh, we didn't know what he was when we first got him. He he was just a you know. He was just a random drop-off so we looked into it and he like it matches him word for word both in looks and also in personality and Ouija's apparently just just display the same personality of traits across the across the board so we were like oh my god yep panda's a norwegian forest cat very cool and um yeah no and he's awesome like we call him a lot of different things but um cow panda is what we named him because he's got the markings of a cow but he's black and white and fluffy like a panda so cow panda checks out Um, but yeah no we love him he's hilarious he's a he's an idiot he's just (laughs) he does stupid stupid things all the time and and uh, he never stops making us laugh so
0: lovely yeah my cat is mad on the other side of the door right now i can't (laughs) let her in when i do this because she likes to chew on mic cables but uh (laughs) sounds like when i when i met her though well, thank you for being on the show. Um, I've, I look forward to the other song that I, that's on the the 7-inch. I've heard the one. I enjoyed it quite a bit. And like I said, it made me interested in Stan. Um, and, uh, you know, good luck with the rest of your day and uh, have a good one.
1: Awesome. Thanks for having me.
0: Again, Unleash the Archers are releasing their covers EP Explorers on October 11th. For more on the band, head to unleashthearchers.bandcamp.com. There you can pick up the EP and all the previous albums. And of course, keep up with the band at facebook.com slash Now to close this episode, I'm going to recommend the Brazilian death metal outfit Horror Chamber. They are an unsigned band out of Canoas, Brazil, who just released their second album entitled Thoughts, The Slow Decay. This album is a concept album about mental disorder, and from that album, here is Prodrome in its entirety. Find thoughts the slow decay and more by horror chamber over at horrorchamber.bandcamp.com and then keep up with them at facebook.com horrorchamber666 now if you want to keep up with this show you may of course head to farbeyondmetalpodcast.com or facebook.com slash there you can email me if you're in a band hit me to do something i might like you know let's talk why not the theme song is far beyond metal by the band strapping young lad from their album the new black courtesy of century media records and devin townsend himself thank you for listening ah!
1: Box production.